Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A very good evening, Basil. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Patricia. It's a pleasure to be with you again. So, A-teamers, Basil Manuel is an executive director at Niptosa, which is the National uh, Professional Teachers Organization of South Africa. And, uh, Basil, you are talking to us about what's currently happening on the ground. What's the feel on the ground around the teacher reg- um, vaccinations? Is it going smoothly? Is there good uptake? Or are there a bit of hesitancies? Patricia, we've had a few hiccups. But the positive first is that by today we had almost reached the 70% mark, which is exceptional, and we are really excited. Now, we are still busy with uh, a mop-up of some of the uh, non-teaching staff, the support staff at schools, and then, of course, the private school uh, teachers. They've started also today. Uh, A few problems with some of our uh, foreign teachers who have uh, permanent residency here, The EVDS system didn't recognize the IDs, and so some of them were being turned away. But we hope that that will be sorted out, and by tomorrow we'll be back on track. Uh, So that has been the good news. Um, Some of the downsides have been um, vaccines running out in one or two places in the free state. We are attending to that. Uh, Some sites are obviously more popular than others, but it causes frustration. Then, of course, we've had um, vaccine hesitancy, uh, and that's putting it nicely. Um, in Gauteng, a figure of over 9,000 was mentioned. We don't yet have figures in some of the other problems, but we hope it's not that great. So um, we've gone out as Naptoza and the other teacher unions together with the department to demystify some of these things, of course, under the advice of the uh, medical experts, and also to simply just encourage and ask the teachers and um, other workers who have been vaccinated to act as ambassadors. Speak to the people. You know who they are at your school and speak to them, encourage them. And of course, also demonstrate that you've had the vaccine and you haven't grown a pair of horns or something crazy like that. Um, And that is where we are at now. Now, in terms of the hesitancy, do you know why there's still so much hesitancy amongst uh, educators and the education support staff? Patricia, uh, it's informed by a variety of factors. You would remember that um, we were going to get the J&J vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and then, of course, there was this whole issue in the United States about contamination in Baltimore, and uh, a huge number of doses had to be destroyed. Now, of course, that hiccup, which has nothing to do with the current batch that we have, certainly did uh, cause a bit of a scare. And we've had people asking, are you sure that the, uh, the, the, the contaminated vaccines weren't dumped in Africa? Yes, we're sure about that. And uh, we have had the assurances from our own teams of people who have uh, tested the vaccines in South Africa, and they are they are safe. And of course, uh, we know that certainly they are not expired. So that's one factor. The other factor is there's uh, there are few religious groups, uh, church groups, and other religion, uh, not not only Christian groups, who have been preaching against the vaccines. 
by all sorts of names, this, the mark of the devil and changing your DNA and all sorts of things. Now, uh, Patricia, I don't want to come out speaking up out against people's belief systems. However, we have to appeal to people to please look at the science. There is no way, no government in the world will poison uh, his uh, or her people, rather. And certainly no union is going to stand behind something that they don't believe is safe. I myself have been vaccinated. Every teacher union leader has been vaccinated. The minister has been vaccinated. And uh, even the senior uh, officials in the department. And But it's a tough one to fight. Religion is not as easy to fight as just some, uh, somebody who's doubting. Somebody who's doubting you can have a debate with. When it comes to religion, some people just shut down. However, we're out there trying. Because uh, certainly we believe in, in, in a view that says uh, we, none of us are safe until all of us are safe. And all of us are safe can only come by vaccination. There's no other magic cure. No magic cure. That's uh, Basil Manuel, who is executive director at Naptosa. Please do call in. Are you an educator? Have you been vaccinated? Tell us what the experience was like from the registration to going to the vaccination site up until now where you are now vaccinated, how are you feeling? So that you can lay to rest some other educators and educational uh, support personnel's fears. And uh, perhaps you are hesitant. Also, tell us why are you hesitant? What are the factors around your hesitancy? Call in on 011-714-2006 or SMS 41391. WhatsApps go to 0614-104-107. Basil, wouldn't you think it would be a great idea if all teachers and educational staff um, were vaccinated at their schools rather than going to centers. Wouldn't this also bring some sort of camaraderie that people are going to see each other and they'll support each other throughout, you know, that period where they're waiting to get vaccinated? Patricia, actually, that was an idea. However, we must remember that it has to do with vaccine sites already set up. And uh, the particular the site has to be set up in a particular way. There's storage facilities that uh, are needed for the vaccines, and a whole lot of other uh, things like, of course, uh, the the whole computer systems that are set up in certain places. But then we did ensure that schools were called in groups. You you went with your entire staff, so the support structure was still there, and um, we've had to give and take with the uh, Department of Health to ensure that uh, the system can work. Because at the same time, our plus 60s were still being vaccinated. And some of those vaccination centers were catering for both groups. So there were a few tables for the one and more tables for the other, because we could not and we did not want to cut off the uh, plus 60s. They are a vital group who are very vulnerable, and we wanted that to continue. It's never been the aim of uh, the, the teacher vaccine drive to uh, muscle any group out. We, in fact, want that to continue. So that is primarily the reason why we didn't see it happening at schools. Staffing being, being one of the big issues, too. Now, those with comorbidities have been reported to sometimes want to reject the vaccine. 
for those who are saying whether religious reasons, health reasons, or just, you know, fears, and they say they don't want to get vaccinated, what is their future um, when it comes to their jobs? Will they lose their jobs? I want to be emphatic. The answer is no. No, you, you can't simply just lose your job. We are meeting, in fact, tomorrow, sorry, Thursday, around this in the LRC, where the uh, Department of Basic Education wants to table a first draft of a discussion about how do we handle the, the unvaccinated. Now, remember, you have a right. In terms of the Constitution, the section on body, bodily integrity says you would have a right to refuse to take something like the vaccine. I mean, vaccines aren't mentioned specifically. But, and that right must be respected. However, we are saying to our people uh, that have comorbidities, please consider this very carefully. The employer has now given you the opportunity to be vaccinated. Unless your doctor says that the vaccine is not suited to your condition, it would be a very, very difficult sell to convince the employer that you can still continue staying at home. I believe the employer will want you now back at school. And I think any employer, not only the Department of Basic Education, but we will cross that bridge on Thursday when we get there. We certainly, as NAPTOSA, as the unions in the ELRC, will be standing uh, there to ensure that the rights of our teachers are protected, because that is what we are about. But certainly, Patricia, there's no specter of loss of jobs. That has never been on the, on the cards. That would be a flagrant disregard of our Constitution. Let me go to Anonymous on the line. Good evening, ATMA Anonymous. Good evening to you, my darling Patricia, and your guest. I just want to give you an incident. Uh, I went to the local hospital, and I thought I'll kill two birds with one stone. I'll go for my medication and I'll do the jab at the same time on the first phrase I'm talking about. And uh, the nurse said, no, sorry, you're a bit late. It's about between 1 and 2 in the afternoon. You're a bit, because that's the time I finished uh, the first, uh, you know, uh, transactions. And she said, no, you're late now. You must come tomorrow or another day because uh, we finished 120 people, so we won't be able to attend to you and give you a jab. Right? And also, I want to know, What's the difference between Delta, Johnson, and I know Johnson is one jab. So I want the Johnson because I only want one jab. I don't want two jabs, and I don't wait for two months. So uh, because you've got to wait for another month before you get the second jab if you take uh, the Pfizer. So I want to know now, you know the story on that one. Because I've said, uh, I'm, I'm, I haven't taken the jab as yet. Okay. So I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I, I will see what transactions is taking place on the people who are taking the jabs. If nothing is happening to them, then I will take the jab. All right. I, I'm sure Basil will share his knowledge, but he's a, not a virologist. And he is, <laughs> you know, from Naptosa, which is a teacher's union. But I'm, thanks. I'm, from the, I'm just a normal civilian. So I'm not a teacher. So I'm not from the okay. Point of view. Thank you for the question so, and also your comment, Anonymous. Basil, maybe you can t- take it? Well, I'm not going to venture into the science. Uh, I can confirm that the J&J is one uh, dose and and the others are all two doses. Um, But that's as much as I'll delve into the science. But I want to say that our experience, and certainly my own personal experience, when I went on Friday past, was how helpful 
the uh, Department of Health staff were. Irrespective of whether they were nurses or they were just part of the, the group that was putting us into, uh, into the right seats, etc., I was amazed at the patients, at how pleasant people were. And let me say, it is not because I'm in the leadership of the union. They actually didn't know because I didn't go with the group when the minister went. I was unable to go. I went with my own staff. And every single person, when we got there as Naptoza, uh, there, was another, there was a school there and a the school followed us, and they had the same experience. So I'm sorry to hear that uh, the good lady didn't have a good experience when she went, because certainly we've had dozens and dozens of emails throughout the country of people saying just what a pleasant experience it was with the uh, the nurses, the frontline workers, the the people, the orderlies, putting everybody in line, etc. Everybody was trying to help, and uh, I can attest to that. All right, and uh, maybe maybe um, every healthcare centre is given you know their quota because they're. Co- like you said initially, there are certain conditions that the vaccine needs to be stored at in terms of temperature. So maybe they were only given 120 because she was told that only 120 are done per day. So come earlier. So perhaps those are the you know rules around uh, certain clinics or facilities that are giving the jab. So yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. surprised at that though, Patricia. Let me tell you why. I'm sorry to just jump mm-hmm. in. Um, the president himself has been uh, encouraging that we up the, vac- the vaccination rate to 300,000 per day. And I certainly have, have witnessed that at the center that I was uh, here in Pretoria, um, I, we could have been about 400 people eventually by the time I left. I was there early and spent time just simply uh, talking to teachers, etc. And there were a large number of people that had been attended to. I'm surprised that a centre would have turned people away. And that's a great pity, because we do need to up the pace, as has been recognised by our scientists as well. Let me go to Atima Seth, who's holding on the line. Good evening, Seth. Good evening to you, ma'am. How are you? Great, thank you. I've, I've, I've always have had this feeling that... Uh, we are need to make a contribution with I'm not a teacher anyway. Uh, a contribution with regard to this uh, uh, corona vaccination. Look, we 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 coming but we coming from different backgrounds, and uh, there are a lot of things that are saying there are a lot of voices in our lives from different what you call. But one of the most important thing that I wanted to say is. I just wonder if uh, you people have had a chance to sit down with the teachers who are saying they don't want to take the injection and uh, really find out the reasons why. Because uh, uh, it's a long story that I, I wish I could make a submission to you guys. Look, when you go to the Bible, there are certain... Uh, what you call uh, prophecies, all prophecies that are written in the Bible of where the world is going. And most of the people who have had, who have read that, they will be the ones who are very reluctant to take this this injection. And uh, one of the reasons why, for instance, if I could ask, we've had some pandemics earlier 
we had cancer, we had uh, HIV. And uh, all those, I don't know, maybe it's just that I'm not uh, informed about that. I've never heard when those pandemics start, uh, a record was kept of how many people are infected, how many died. And uh, it's, it's, it's one of the questions, why? With this corona, from the onset, it has been the record has been kept to say so many people are infected, so many people are dead. If probably we could ask anybody and say how many people have died of HIV last year, how many people have died of uh, cancer last year, I doubt if anybody will will give you an answer to that. But all I'm trying to say is, can I ask anybody, the, the, the gentleman from the union, to sit down with the teachers who are reluctant to, to inoculate and find out the, the actual reason why they don't want to do that. Thank you very much, Seth, for shedding light. I want to ask you a question, Seth. Uh, With the the prophecies that you have just uh, mentioned uh, from Mm. the Bible, and I'm sure other religious groups might have similar or, you know, uh, prophecies that might uh, be talking about the times we are in right now. Uh, Are you also reluctant on taking a vaccine based on the prophecies that you have knowledge of? I haven't taken it. I haven't taken it. Will you be taking it or you just not considering it? <laughs> I don't think I'll take it. Mm, mm. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, Seth. Let me allow Basil to uh, weigh in. Thank you, Seth. Basil? Uh, thank you, Patricia. <clears throat> Patricia, I need to point out a few things. Um, this particular virus, this uh, particular pandemic, remember, started in 2019, hence the COVID-19. There have been a number of other covid uh, uh sort of uh, viruses around. Every one of them is traced. Um, we can tell you uh, from from our own involvement in the HIV AIDS pandemic exactly what the numbers are. Cancer is a bit different because it hasn't been a pandemic. And we are looking at something that has laid waste to the economies of the world. It has brought the world as we know it to a very, very different place. So the the hype around it is quite understandable. And that is why it also needs a particular response. And we cannot see the response as sinister. Neither can we see the the, the fervor with which a vaccine was looked at and looked for and discovered as sinister because when you look at the impact the impact is very different whilst we have thousands of people suffering from cancer we don't have millions dying within the space of a year we've had more than two million people who have perished and surely that must say that we need to have a response as a believer myself i want to say I believe that the good Lord has also given us certain inherent qualities, such as that we have the ability to use the gifts he's given us to help save humanity. And I believe that that is what is happening. And I don't want to start this into a religious debate, hence I'm not going to venture any further. But to say that we've got to also exercise a a little bit of of, uh, belief in the greater good of humanity, because uh, there are many, many more good people than there are bad people. And everything that happens 
cannot be seen as sinister. It is like the people in, in, in South Africa, where as soon as a politician says something, they say, ah, there's another one. He's probably lining his pockets. It can't be that every politician is bad. But we have become sinister, and it is a problem, because um, a very interesting article from the World Health Organization over the weekend was uh, seriously cautioning that if we have too many people who don't take the vaccine, they become the people that become the super spreaders of new variants because they, they will be the breeding ground of the new variants, which then endangers everybody else because the resistance you have may not be for those variants. If you can Google it on, on uh, the WHO uh, uh, page. And we worried about that because, remember, teachers being vaccinated is not for themselves only. Yes, it starts with you, with the individual, but it's about the children. It's about the safety of the children. But more than that, it's about the safety of the people at home because the children are going home and they may carry something home. But we need to normalize education. Our losses, systemically, first of all, have been huge. As individuals, our children will catch up, but the system takes much longer. So I stand firmly by, by uh, encouraging people to consider taking the vaccine. And yes, uh, just to reassure your caller, we've done a lot, not as NAPTOs only, as the collective of unions in the LRC, as the Department of Education, to first of all, educate. Secondly, to understand and talk to people about what's going on. But of course, it's not possible to get to every person. So we hope that some of the uh, communication that we're sending out, even today, will reach somebody, somebody will read it. And of course, those who have been vaccinated, that they become our ambassadors to say, let's turn this around. Let's get everyone safe. Because we can only be safe if everyone is safe. Thank you very much, Basil. On that note, let's uh, allow you to have a restful evening. Thank you for joining us. Patricia, it, you keep safe. It's 11 o'clock on the dot. Let's go to Greg Hose. Uh, good evening, Greg.